are listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This episode 166 for November 2nd, 2017. This week we talk about trick-or-treating, Super Mario Odyssey conspiracies, Fortnite, carving pumpkins, Stranger Things 2, and teachers who influenced us. So stick around for the, the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Oh, we're in speed mode today. Oh, it felt like you like, uh, it sounded like you slapped yourself or something. I did. I slapped my ass. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, hello, Joe. Welcome back. It's not like you Hi. were here last week or whatever. Thanks. Welcome back to the show, Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's been Great exactly Great to have you back as a guest. Yes, thank this you. Is your, this is your fourth year guesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your four- <laughs> I'm still a temp at the office. They won't hire still me. Still a temp. Always a bridesmaid, honey. Uh-huh. Always, a bridesmaid. Always a bridesmaid, never the brat. Honestly, I never want to get married, so that's fine with me, to be honest. Oh, honey, you'll change your tune. Ah, uh, I know. Well, it's November. No, I hate it when people say that. I just turned into that person. I hate it when people... It's the same with kids. People right. will be like, when are you having kids? Like, don't you love my kids? And you're like, no. No, I don't love your kids. And they're like, oh, you'll change kid. your tune. And it's like, no, I won't. Yeah, no, I really don't people, ever people want People can kids. have very fulfilling lives without marriage or children like fuck off brenda oh honey ah brenda <laughs> anyways it's uh, how was your halloween was it spooky we're past november it's finally you know shove a turkey in your ass season november what did i do we i don't think we did it we watched a whole bunch of stranger things ah, which we've okay. been watching since it came out i think we're on episode six out of where they're nine i believe this of season two mm-hmm. um no, I think I just went to the I went to the grocery store for something. Oh my That's god, it, it sounds I so spooky. I don't even remember. I know. Uh, <laughs> we went to see last week when we went to see The Shining at the IMAX. They oh. were showing it. Mm-hmm. I hate that movie. P.S. I like, mean, it's just I've only seen it a reconfirmed. couple times. It's like two hours and forty minutes long. Mm-hmm. And like, for, like it's super old. You know, the resolution is shit. And of course, on the IMAX, like I'm just looking at one big goddamn pixel in front of me. Yeah, well, why are you they know? why are they showing an IMAX of all things? Like, I, I, don't know. I feel like it'd be well, better. It's it's kind of how like I feel like some games look better on a CRT monitor. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's just the retro part of me. No, I agree. I think. Well, I think it needed a smaller screen. Sometimes mm-hmm. the IMAX, I find it too big. I just get lost. I don't know where to look. Yeah, you know. I, I've been to a couple IMAX movies when I was in Boston. I went to an. I think it was like it was either a Transformers movie or something, and the audio was so loud, like. I my ears were ringing afterwards. Yeah, and it was like this is not this is not okay. This is dangerous. Like I like no. I like loud music and I like loud things like in the theater. But this was like it was like hurting my ears and like I I hope someone complained. So I don't know. I'm not the biggest and, fan of IMAX. I don't really care if it's a giant fucking screen. Well, like The Shining has since it's a horror movie, it has these like unnerving screeching sounds in it that oh, yeah. last for very long periods of time. And so there were moments I was like, I'm going to lose my mind. It's just like this goddamn guy in the movie and red rum this fucking, you know, all the people with me. Mm-hmm. That's not something you should joke about. First of all, first, second of all, first of all, first of all, second of all. <laughs> First of all, backtrack it up. Backtrack it up. <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to put out an official statement. Official statement. Back it up. Back it up. Well, I mean, the shining It was fun though. Like it was it's a cultural like thing you yeah, have yeah, to yeah. see. And so I was glad I got to see it in theaters. I tried to read the book years ago, but I couldn't even like it was too long, really, for what the story is. Yeah, to be well, I mean, it's yeah, it's not, it's not that you know thrilling of a story. It's just Mm-mm. I don't know how it was. It's Stephen King, right? Right. Yeah. I don't know how they would make how he would make a giant fucking novel out of it. Like I don't well, know. If- Whatever. Harry Potter, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I wish there were. I wish the Harry Potter books were double their size, though. Honestly, Ooh. yeah. Oopsies. Love it. Uh, and other than that, I, we went to a shining themed Halloween party. So shining! Wow. I There's know, other horror movies besides The Shining. I don't know why The Shining <laughs> is so hit big in DC for some reason. I don't know. Uh, it was a fun party. We didn't stay for super long, but um, it was fun. Everyone was dressed up. We I, we didn't dress up because it was it was kind of short notice ish yeah. for me at least because mm-hmm. like I just found out about it and then I was moving and I didn't have time. Yeah. But uh, no, it was good. They had it like projected up on the wall, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go see that tomorrow too." Nice. Did you? Were um, you around at your your apartment anytime for Halloween? Did you have any kids come? Did you have to hand out candy for trick or treaters? 
No kids. Since we live in a condo building, they can't really enter the lobby. Mm. And I don't think any kids live in our building. But I did, when I walked to the grocery store, it was probably like seven or eight. And I saw them running around to the houses in our neighborhood, which was cute. Did you throw some DK1 Games business cards at them? Instead oh of my candy? God, I should have. I should have made little, well, I, sh- I have the pins. Yeah, that's give true. away the extra magnets, too. So yeah. I should have done. Girl, there you go. Oh, get I them hooked. Get them hooked while they're young, Hanny. Say, that's for your, and then, like, throw with a bottle of liquor. That's for your, that's for your parents. Yeah, that's for your parents to deal with my Let's Play videos in the background. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, I'm glad you had a good uh, Halloween. Mine was good. Was I good. I uh, carved some pumpkins, and I toasted more pumpkin seeds. Um, it was super fun. It was super relaxed. I don't really do much for Halloween. Like, I just enjoy the surroundings. We have kids because I live in like a house in a neighborhood. So we had a bunch of really cute kids stop by and we bought way too much candy. Well, the thing is, is like I've lived in this house for like three years or something and I don't have the best memory. But last year on Halloween, it was raining. So we didn't get that very many mm. like kids. Um, but this year, like, we thought that we were going to get more kids than we did. So we kind of, like, stocked up on candy. We got, like, twice the amount of candy we needed. We bought, like, $45 worth of candy. The, oh, my the God. Remaining night, and we only got, like, 50 kids. So I'm like, I have that all... That sounds like a lot of kids. Well, comparatively, like, when I, the house that I grew up in, um, in Helena, I talked to my parents over the weekend for Halloween. And they said that they got 300 kids and they ran out of candy at, like, <gasps> 730 what so like that's fuck? what I'm used to. Like that's what I was preparing for. And so 50 to me was like we didn't have like you know I don't know we we stopped getting kids. You know like we only got kids at our door for probably like an hour and a half, and then they were gone. We didn't get very many, and then we just were stuck with all this goddamn candy. So our, I didn't know there were 300 people in Montana. Right, exactly. To be honest, it was probably 150 kids and 150 cows. <laughs> that showed up at my parents' doorstep and they, they're just too old to realize. They thought they were in costume. Exactly. So oh, they... wow, your costume looks so realistic. Moo, so ha realistic. ha ha, here's your candy. Like, you know, that's oh, how it is. Oh, that's cute though. But no, yeah. I want to give it out. I, I like it, you know. Nobody. I think it's it's cute. We, I don't know, I was watching uh, Libby, our friend Libby, I was watching Libby stream Overwatch on Halloween while we were handing mm-hmm. out candy and carving pumpkins. So that was nice to have that in the background. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like a low key Halloween. I don't know what it is. I've gone to parties before, um, but I don't know the past couple of years. I just haven't been into like getting a costume because I'm so last minute with these sorts of things. I can never make up my mind with like a really good costume. So I just end up not really dressing up, either carving pumpkins, making food, handing out candy to children, looking at all their cute little outfits. And that's enough for me. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't need all the hustle and bustle, but I do enjoy it. I enjoy it from afar. Like check Twitter, look at everyone's really cute Halloween costume. They put a lot of effort in while I'm like sitting in my jeans eating, you know, pumpkin seeds and watching Twitch streams at home. So where did you so your pumpkins you posted on Twitter? Yes. And you did Paper Mario. I did. I did a cute little Paper Mario face. And then Maggie, my roommate, did Goomba, like little Goomba face from Mario. Where did Where'd you learn to do pumpkin carving? Because every time I've ever tried it, it just looks like it looks like the pumpkins already rotted and died. <laughs> like, you know how after like oh, a yeah. week after you carve a pumpkin, it like collapses in on itself. Well, th- that, that, That's what mine looks like immediately. Oh, hmm. I don't know. Well, here's here's the thing. I can't take all the credit because I didn't buy the pumpkin. My roommate's really good at picking out really good carving pumpkins. I don't know. She has this like sixth sense when it comes to pumpkins. She like went to the store. Well, she, what she's like really into pumpkin carving. She carved pumpkins with her friends like two weekends ago. So this is her like second round. It oh, was get a laugh, the night Maggie. of Halloween. Right. I know. She's crazy. You know. Um. So they <laughs> like she had a whole round of carving pumpkins, but I wasn't around that weekend. But she wanted to carve pumpkins with me because she's gay or whatever. And so she bought pumpkins for us. And so she picked out these really good carving pumpkins. And I was like, fuck yeah um but i and she she's an art major like she's in media art so she kind of has an art background i can barely draw a stick figure so i always have to have to use like stencils you get online so my paper mario one was a stencil like like released by nintendo officially i just looked up like Um. paper mario pumpkin stencil and nintendo has it on their website so i just you know i got that and i printed it out and taped it to my pumpkin and poked the holes in it and just slowly carved it out and it didn't turn to shit, which is surprising for me. I was actually really surprised how well it turned out because I am not an art gay. 
And it actually turned out pretty good, in my opinion. A lot of people liked it. Like some adults were taking pictures of our pumpkins when they were like bringing their kids up. And I was like, oh, I'm so famous. But yeah, Aww. it turned out really well. Um, I think it's one of my favorite pumpkins that I've carved. I think last year I did Shy Guy, which was super cute. Um, and then I think the year before I did something else and I can't remember. But yep, last minute pumpkin carving. A really good tip is to carve pumpkins the day before Halloween so they don't like rot away. Um, because we have mm. deer in our yard and they love to eat carved pumpkins like all the pumpkins from two weeks ago that my roommate carved were like annihilated by the time it was halloween because the deer got to him so you eat the deer then honey that's the circle of life circle of life i gotta get okay. back at them mm-hmm. deer jerky though is really good i don't think i've get ever it. had deer jerky it tastes well i'm the, sure it tastes the fine. stuff i probably had is was like marinated within an inch of its life so Ugh, it was probably mm. like 100 salt you could like marinate a you know a boot at the bottom of the ocean with a good salt rub and it'd be good oh totally oh, i think honey. i'll make a um i'll make an arms pumpkin next year Ooh. arms jack-o'-lantern oh my mm-hmm. god you are like you are arms deep full double fisting arms right now i, I don't know what am. happened to you Oh my god, I love it. I played it uh, quite a lot today. I'm trying to get my like online ranking up. Ooh. You know? I want to be, I need to be the big fish in this small pond of the like 10 people who still play arms, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It takes a while to get matched with someone online. So, yeah, I'm they're I, out I, there, but yeah, it, I, I just, I, it ass- takes some time. I assume that it's, uh, you, you put, you turn it on and you start queuing and then you come back in the afternoon and you finally have someone. That's pretty accurate, mm-hmm. I would say. You know, it's actually not as bad as I kind of expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I get, like, I think I read this week that Arms has been the fifth top-selling Switch game. Really? Yeah. So there's that to blow your mind. That big pause. I just know you were soaking it in. I mean, I, I was just assuming. I was, I was trying to figure out <laughs> if you were lying to me or not, or if that was an accurate statement. Hey, I read it on the internet. It's got to be true. It has to be true. Honestly, what the fuck? Well, I, what I wanted to do, but I'm too lazy, and I have to put as little effort in life as possible, is go back through our archives when Arms was released and find your opinion, because I'm pretty sure Uh-oh. you were like, I don't know about this, but I don't have, I don't, I can't roll that beautiful bean footage yet but I might have it for you next week. So um, better hire a lawyer. Okay, don't go look at my Switch when I thought of the Switch either. Oh, yeah, remember that? (laughs) Mm. Honey, I would be scared if I knew you weren't too fucking lazy to go back and listen to all the podcasts. Yeah, you should be lucky. I know I'm too lazy. I hate our voices too much (laughs) to go back. I know, This is like, put it out in the world, I never listen to it again. If I don't remember, if I don't ever hear the problematic things I've said in the past, they don't exist to me. It's like you're the president of the United States. Oh, honey, I'm in the running. I mean, next you're, ballot. You're there. You might as well run. Oh, my God. I do live in D.C. now. That's weird. Did you just realize that, Joe? I just looked around and I was like, where's the Washington Monument? Oh, my God. I swear to God. <laughs> you can kind of see it from our place. It's Thank weird. God you have someone to take care of you because you'd be dead by now, honestly. Oh, honey. I know. I th- I'm thankful every day. Uh, every day. Every goddamn day. Well, I'm glad that you um, haven't been kicked to the curb. It's your second week. In D.C. and you're yeah. still alive, sweaty. Well, this already kind of felt like uh, my second home. Aww. It's just now it's like I just don't have to spend, you know, extra money on plane tickets. So Exactly. Even better. Oh um, do you watch Stranger Things? I did. So um, I watched the first season not immediately when it first came out. I like it took me a while to get into it because that's how things work sometimes. But I mm-hmm. ended up watching the first season and I really enjoyed it. Um, and then I watched the second season with a couple friends and my roommate. We watched like the first two thirds of it in our living room um i think the night after it came out which was like last mm. week or something um but i like I, the people we were watching it with they like had rewatched the first season recently like multiple times and i've only seen the first season once and i enjoyed it i just didn't remember any of the like the huge details or whatever like any of like the i i didn't i didn't remember like all of the small little plot points but they like right they they knew everything about it but yeah so i i watched the first two-thirds of it and I really, really enjoyed it. And then I ended up, um, everyone had to go home because it was like a, a weeknight or whatever. And then I ended up watching the last few episodes that we hadn't watched yet alone by myself. And I really enjoyed the second season. I know you said you weren't done with it. Um, right. But yeah, no, I've watched the first and second season of Stranger Things. And I think I've really enjoyed it. Like, I'm not like, I'm not, you know, blowing my fucking load all over it or whatever. But I really, really, oh, really man. like it. Um, and yeah, I, I apparently there's going to be a season three. I don't know. 
what are you what are your thoughts you said that you are in the middle of season two so that means that you've watched season one i don't think i knew this about you yeah um i really enjoyed season one i feel like it was one of those shows i watched in like a day Mm -hmm. um season two i like we're watching like an episode a night Mm -hmm. so we'll probably be done later this week but I like it a lot. It doesn't seem like forced, I yeah. guess. And I I enjoy that they they call it Stranger Things 2 instead of like Stranger Things Season 2 because they apparently they think of it as like a season as a movie. Yeah. The situation. Which feels right because it's like this, it's like a period piece set in the 80s, you know, and it, it just, it feels like, you know, calling it Stranger Things 2 instead of a season 2 kind of i don't know the i definitely i have that feeling about it where the first season definitely felt like like an 80s movie like it's yeah. a kind of all-encompassing and i felt yeah. the same thing about the second season i just love winona Ryder. right oh my god she's just she plays that crazy mom so well probably because she is understandably a crazy, crazy i would 100 percent be that mom right if that were my kid mm-hmm. but i love how she i love her like development from season one to like like watchful mom to like get shit done yeah like crazy you know ready to run into the woods and like punch a monster in the face sort of yeah exactly it was like season one like oh shit am i going crazy no one's believing me to season two it's like i'm literally gonna like i want to kill some some of these goddamn Mm -hmm. monsters i'm ready Mm -hmm. to get shit done winona Ryder. I've I've enjoyed it so far. Well, good. And I I'm like that they're it. not stretching it into like like so many TV shows will do like twenty to thirty episode seasons, right. and I don't think this needs that. I think a lot of shows like overkill because mm-hmm. they just want to like milk a show or something. You can have too much of a good thing; it just kind of gets worse. Okay. It, it, it peaks, it just, and it then does. it and then it just kind of it sours the taste if you have too much of it, and it's just not mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I agree. Nice. I agree. Oh my god. Uh, what about, uh, speaking of new media things, new media, have you been playing Fortnite? I haven't. I've watched you play it. I've watched Libby play it. A a couple other streamers that I know, um, have started playing it. I feel like it just came out of nowhere. Like I, I like, I like woke up one day and all these streamers were playing Fortnite and I was like, what is this like, you know, a player underground clone that looks like really, it looks a lot cuter. Like I, I like the art style a lot better. It's like Team Fortress 2 art style. Um, and it's like a little more like comic e. Um, but a lot of people are playing it and a lot of people are enjoying it. Apparently it's free to play or whatever. I've only watched a little bit of people streaming it because it's like not my favorite thing to watch. But are you like super, wow. are you into it? What are you doing? I'm into it. It's fun to play with friends. I don't think I would ever play it alone. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it got big because... Like, a lot of people want to play PUBG, but PUBG, it looks so bad. Like, it, like the character models look like GTA. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same. It looks like the same character model for, like, men and women. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, not. I don't know. It just looks really clunky and ugly. To yeah, me. the art style for Fortnite looks a lot more friendly. Yeah, I think Fortnite is a little bit easier to understand than PUBG. Mm -hmm. I haven't played PUBG, but I've watched a little bit of it. And Fortnite seems really simple so far. Mm -hmm. Um, It's fun. It's like uh, you feel like you're on lost or something Ooh! You know? oh my god yeah, yeah. i mean I, I just like to hide yeah that sounds like you yeah i just like to like dig a hole mm-hmm. find a basement and like board it up mm-hmm. fight or flight then, you're like, definitely the move. flight sure mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. sure i'm the body shut down <laughs> type, crawl in a hole cry of, for a little bit that's how i deal with it oh my that's god how I deal with yeah it. no I, I recommend it it is free yeah that's the thing is people keep telling me that it's free it's like there's no reason why i shouldn't like pick it up and and play a little bit of it um yeah i wonder how they're gonna i haven't read anything about it so yeah i'm wondering how they're gonna eventually make money off of it or yeah whatever. i don't know if it's like free to play right now or they're gonna charge things in the future like how yeah. what's the monetization schedule with this thing yeah, no I kind idea. of wrote it off at first because I was like, oh, this is just like, a, a you know, since PUBG is so popular, it's just a PUBG clone. that's probably shitty. And then it was a PUBG clone that was like better than PUBG. So I was like, oh, yeah. OK, or at least more fun. Right. Yeah. That's what it looks like. I mean, this is coming from someone that hasn't played PUBG and hasn't played Fortnite. And it's probably oh, watched qualified. like two hours of gaming in total with both the games combined. Just watching it. But you have a podcast. Your, I know. Right. Your opinion. I'm entitled you're entitled mm-hmm. to have this opinion, you know? Lord have mercy. <laughs> Honey, if you want to say something wrong, 
Have a podcast. <laughs> have a, you know what I have mean? Have a podcast, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got that tweet this week. Did you see? Wh- where which one? Uh, I don't remember if you replied to it or not, but it was uh, someone said, this is the face I have whenever Sam and Joe say something wrong in the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I replied to it and said, wow, your face must be stuck like that all the time because you listen <laughs> to the podcast so much because everything we say is probably wrong. Um, I didn't reply, but I should have. I was going to say something like, if you, this is the face of... I don't know, me when you still expect us to be accurate or something. Also, do you want me to be problematic right now? Whoever forwarded Joey Graceffa to me, don't do that. Don't Mm -mm. don't do that. Mm -mm. Or Peach. Or Peach. Joey Graceffa and Peach all in the same tweet, and it came at us, and I was like, no and no. If I wanted to take out the garbage, I would. Like, I don't need it sent to me. Oh, no. That's what I'm going to say about that. Sure. Well, I think you said plenty in that one sentence. I think I did, too. I I think I've alienated enough people. Um, I kind of am going to assume what both of our favorite thing is this week. Um, Okay. Well, here's here's the thing. I knew I assumed that it was going to be your favorite thing. So I made my favorite thing different. What? Yeah. Oh, well, I want to talk about it. We could talk about it, girl. I'm sure we could talk about Mario for like 20 minutes. I know. Let's do it. Mario Super Mario Odyssey came out on Friday. Mm-hmm. I know you and I both had it pre-ordered. We got our copies in the mail. Mm-hmm. Played it all weekend. We both beat it over the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great game. Except Cheers. I pre-ordered mine from Amazon and they like I pre-ordered it like three weeks ago or whatever. And it was supposed to be here on release day. And it I didn't come. I get a notification from Amazon saying that it'll be here on Tuesday. And I was <sighs> like, What? And so I like I tried to contact Amazon support and I was like, um, I pre-ordered this three weeks ago. They're like, we can't do anything about it. Like, sorry. <gasps> and so I was like, fuck you. And I canceled my order and just uh, bought it on the eShop. I spent, oh, well, that's, I yeah, spent 11 that's extra good. dollars. Well, the reason why I wanted to get it off of Amazon is if you have Amazon Prime, it's like 15% off pre-orders. So it was like $47 versus 60. So I was like, okay, I want to do that. But I ended up pre-ordering it on the eShop, and it's just a digital download now, which is fine by me. It's whatever. I don't have to deal with the cartridge. But yeah, so I was like panic mode. Like, I'm not going to get my Mario Galaxy or my, my Mario Odyssey in here. Like, I need it. Like, I need it to unfucking lock on release day so I can fucking play it. And it did. So everything was fine. And I played a bunch of it with my roommate, and it's really, really good. I want to hear all your thoughts about it, because I'm sure you played a fuckload of it. I love it. Game of the year bes- right behind arms. <laughs> you know, it's hard to beat arms. I, you know? I really need a new podcast host, honestly. <laughs> this is just, I can only deal with so many arms. You know, it's just really hard to beat that game. But uh, <laughs> that is weird. I'm hung up on like Amazon not getting it to you because I ordered mine with Prime 2 and it came. Yeah, most people had of. no problem with it. But uh, there's a couple weird. people on like the Nintendo Switch subreddit that have had problems with pre-orders from um, pre. It's not like it's I mean, like the pre-order would have gone through fine. It's just that it's pre-orders getting delivered on release date. There's some some sort of hiccup that happens sometimes. Mm, and I was oh, one of the sucks. unlucky ones. Or something, but whatever. I spent my money. I still got it. I'm still first world problem. Whatever. Um, but totally game of the year worthy. Like when the reviews were coming out for it, um, like a, I think it was like a week before there were like some uh, gaming journalists that have like give, given it like a out of ten review, and a lot of them were giving it ten out of ten or close mm-hmm. to that. Um, I was like, I don't want to get my hopes up too much. Like I know it's going to be good, but like I don't want to like set myself up for failure and I don't want to put it on this huge pedestal that I'm not going to like, you know, see it and I'm going to like be somewhat disappointed in some sort of way when I get it. And no, it's really that fucking good. Like it's like it's really, really good. Um, And I've just really, really enjoyed it. The only thing. Well, first of all, it's it has a lot of Zelda elements in it. I feel it's like. very open world. It is very open world. It's very, I don't know, even some of the camera angles at some points where they were like going to show you something, mm-hmm. like detaching from Mario to show you like the next thing to do. It just reminded me of like when you enter a room in Zelda a lot mm. of the time and the camera goes somewhere that you need to look at or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. And even some of the sounds, it seemed like a very much Mario plus like a dash of Zelda. Oh, interesting. Um, I never I didn't really yeah. notice that, but I, I can totally see it. Um, And I wish that you had to collect more power moons to move on to the next kingdom. OK, yeah. You think like it, it felt yeah. like 
it, it lets you move on really fast. Like, I feel like you could speed run that game pretty fast. And I think someone's already, people are already already speed running it. And someone's done like an hour and a half yeah, so far. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, Yeah, I, that's, that's the only qualm I have about it. But then even after you beat the game, even after you beat Bowser or, or whatever, like, there's still so much more. Like, I feel like that's not even half the game. Yeah, that's what people are talking about. And that's kind of what I discovered afterwards. It's like, once you beat the game, it's like... It's like that's like 40 percent of the game. Yeah. Like they you shit out more shit. Yeah, 40 percent of the game is the story. And then you have like 60 percent of like all these power moons and like more places to go and like all these coins and getting all the outfits and shit. And it's like this is one of those games that I want to get every single power moon for eventually. It's one of those where I'm just like I, I'm not in a huge rush because I don't want it to completely end. I don't want to have yeah. nothing to do in it. But it's like this long term goal for me that'll keep me coming back to it because there's like fucking like eight. 800 and something power moons or whatever some ungodly number um but it's not like the korok seeds in zelda where it's like ridiculous and like complete happenstance where you come across a korok seed because there's like 900 of those in that game that's those are annoying to get and just like lucky with the power moons you can like get hints and you can see how many are in like each level really easily and so it's like this really good long-term end goal that i can just keep coming back to mario odyssey and like do stuff like I as, as soon as I beat the story, I went back to Cap Kingdom and I got all of the power moons and it took me like a couple days to like go through all of those. And so I'm going to go like level by level getting all the power moons in each um, world, which will take me fucking forever. But it, it keeps me coming back and I really enjoy the game. So I'm excited for like the end game, um, the after after Mario Odyssey after dark when you go back to everything else. So You know what's especially important about this game? Mm. You can use your Daisy Amiibo. Oh, my God. What, She'll what? find you a power moon, honey. Wow. Well, at least she's you useful for her. something. Have you heard the conspiracy theory about uh, Daisy's <laughs> connection to Super Mario Odyssey? No, because I don't follow r slash Daisy conspiracies, <laughs> which you're probably a moderator of on Reddit. Honey, I'm the only member. Okay. <laughs> God. <laughs> Honestly, I believe it. I believe it 100%. So Sand Kingdom bears a very striking resemblance to one of Daisy's kingdoms in Sarasa Land. Oh, uh, that's right. Uh, she, well, of course, it's, you know, fucking the original Game Boy that Super Mario World came out on. Mm -hmm. Is that what it, her game is? Super Mario World? No. Uh, Super, Super Mario, Mario Land. Land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Mario Land. Uh, so, you know, everything's a fucking pixel or two. Mm -hmm. But the uh, Easter Island heads mm -hmm. are there. The, like, uh, Jaxi. Is that what those those taxi things were called? Yeah, yeah. Jaxi. Uh, there's, like, a sort of a version of them in one of Daisy's kingdoms. Mm. So, people are spe have been speculating that uh, Sand Kingdom is part, part of Sarasa Land. Oh. And uh, I think they should confirm it and they should put Daisy there. <sighs> And then also destroy Mario and make Daisy the only character. Okay. Well, you can you can send that letter to Reggie Fizeme, and he will <laughs> he will put it right in the dumpster, and oh, that'll no. be that. Maybe he'll send me some free Nintendo stuff. Maybe he'll send you a cease and desist letter. That, that could be the case <laughs> for sure, and maybe, maybe a restraining yeah. order, perhaps. I'm all for it. I have. Uh, oh, I do. I do have the. Um, well, I say I have it. I have access to the files for the Peach Wedding Amiibo. <laughs> what? Oh, yikes. I, uh, you know, made an Amiibo card for it. Mm. Uh, so I can, I have the, the wedding dress outfit. Ooh, that's cute. So my headcanon for playing the game now is Mario is in love with Bowser. <gasps> oh. And he's trying to take Peach's place at the wedding. Honestly, I'm here for like, it. Yeah, she's like just some random, you know, just some trick on the side that mm -hmm. Mario's trying to get rid of. Right. So it makes the game a lot more interesting. I support that. That's kind of, that's the, one of the only things that I was like, oh, I really want that wedding, that Peach wedding amiibo because I want the wedding outfit. Yeah, it's a much better storyline than um, a non-consensual marriage. Yeah, you know? mm -hmm. that was that yeah. was fairly bothersome. I mean, it's typical, but it's like, why don't you just switch it up a bit? You know, have Mario have I want I, Mario to steal Bowser's heart or whatever. This game, honestly, this storyline, like, I feel like they've gotten worse. Oh yeah. Like, I feel like they've gotten even more problematic because it's one thing when it's like, oh, Bowser has stolen Peach. 
you got to get her back. But now it's like Bowser's stolen Peach and he's trying to force her into marriage. Right. And he's got this binding band that's going to bind them forever. Mm-hmm. And oh God, that's an issue. It's a metaphor for Christianity. That's what I tell you. Um, but I won't spoil the ending, mm-hmm. but I did appreciate sort of, you know, sort of the sass. Oh, yeah. I, I appreciated what happened at the end. I was like, Ooh, I, yeah. girl. Exactly. Exactly. It was cute. It I, was it was appreciated. I think my favorite part is like after you beat the game, is this kind of a spoiler? Like when you go back to each place, like Peach is hanging out. And she's in a yeah. different outfit every time. And all her outfits are so fucking cute. Um, we should, I'll say, spoiler alert, don't listen for like a couple minutes. Just delete um, the podcast from your app. <laughs> I love when she, like, it may be the first time you encounter her after uh, beating Bowser. She's like, well, I've been to all these places, but I was like a fucking hostage. So I wanted to come see the world on my own. So I left. Yeah, and exactly. It's like, oh, girl, do it. Get it. Yeah, be an independent woman. Hell yeah. Can I just say though that her castle is literally the size of my studio apartment? I mean, my last my apartment in Chicago. I mean, like the inside of her castle. Yeah, yeah. You, it's nothing. Yeah, it, literally, there's nothing inside. It's like one room. It's like um, hello, like it's like stairs to her throne, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, it's like we get it, you're princess, but like, do you have a bathroom around here? Right? Like, where does she poo? I don't know. She probably has a Goomba that, like, you know, sucks her shit out for her. Oh, my God. Or a toad. I don't know. Ah, there's probably art. Colossus to be back. I know. Oh, my God. I'm going to have nightmares. Oh, they're already forming. Oh, my God. Okay. You've officially been more problematic than me in this podcast, hopefully. I'm just talking about poop. All is right in the world. I mean, true. But yeah, no, literally studio apartment. But the outside's massive. Also, there's like a billion fucking moons in that area, too. It's like, hello. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's going to take me a hundred years to get all these, but I appreciate it. Because I don't want the game to end. I'm so into it. Oh, my God. Did you find yourself having any existential crises, like when you're possessing other things? No, because I have a therapist I talk to every other week. So <laughs> I, I usually can kind of, you know, sort those <laughs> things out with her. Uh, why? Were you were you having some problems? I'm assuming yes, since you asked the goddamn question. I don't know. It was a little trippy the first time he possesses something. It's that frog. Oh, yeah. He's like, whip and it, it's whip like it. that long sequence mm-hmm. of like going into the frog's soul and its <laughs> memories and i was like whoa oh japan i'm glad i'm not on drugs right now yeah you do not want to play odyssey while you're on acid uh-uh definitely not and then at the end when he uh, possesses bowser i mm-hmm. was like what's going on yeah what the fuck is this and then there were a few times when I would possess an enemy, and then to get rid of them, I would jump halfway off of a cliff, drop out of them, so their corpse would, their body would fall off the cliff while I jump back on. I mean, I just think that says more about you and less about the game. <laughs> I was like, I gotta get rid of them. I don't want to fight them once I get out of their body. Yeah, it's like I don't want them to remember this. I gotta get rid of them. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. your What's your favorite character to possess? Do you have a favorite little animal that has an ability? Um, I liked the beaky birds. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I really like the beaky birds a lot. They, like, turned into... Like, at first I was like, oh, that's cute. I'm going to get to climb up a fucking wall with this bird. But mm-hmm. then it was, like, necessary for the boss battle. And yeah, I was, I was like, like oh, oh, this is useful. Uh, speaking of bosses, I didn't understand the rabbits. The brutals? Yeah, I didn't understand them at all. Because doesn't Bowser have, like, kids, like, from Super Mario World, from the SNES? Like, where are they? Well, Who are these brutals? In canon now, so the, the the Koopalings used to be used to be presented as Bowser's children, but now he allegedly only has one child, Bowser Jr. Oh god! And the Koopalings is that what they're all called? Yeah, I think yeah, that's what they're Koopalings. Called. They're like a gang, his gang or something. Okay. I don't think they're like his children anymore, mm-hmm. but they're like a gang. But I would have rather have some of them because I didn't understand the introduction of the Brutals whatsoever. It's I understand it's like a mix of the word brood mm-hmm. and bridal. Yeah. But that still doesn't really make sense. I mean, a lot of it doesn't make sense. Like, there's, like, no introductory story. You are just thrown into this game. That's one thing that bothered Maggie, my roommate. She's like, I don't know what's happening. The game's not explaining anything, but we're going. We're, like, full speed ahead. It's, like, one minute into the game. There's no explanation. We're just here. Bowser captured Peach. It's another one of these. Let's go. Like, there's, like, no story, like, in the beginning. Yeah, I could totally see that. That... 
I the only thing that felt out of place to me was the brutals. Though. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel that. Oh the, my god, I was like, brutal! Like B R U T A L. Yeah, also that brutal. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, but like literally, where? Like who? Who is she? Where did they she come don't, from? Don't they don't look like Super Mario characters to me? Like they looked like they were plopped out of like a scrapped Sonic game or something. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, yeah. I did enjoy beating them like a hundred times though. That's nice. Yeah, in the exact same way every time. Mm-hmm. They just had more hats or whatever the fuck. It's like, wow, really don't creative, you, Nintendo. Don't you think the girl one looked like Sarah Jessica Parker? Um, I will not confirm nor deny that, but I did enjoy her laugh. Yeah. Wait, not the not the big one in the red dress. Oh no, I'm talking about the one with the pigtails. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She reminded me of SJPP. Really? Was it just because that she yeah. looked like a corpse or what? It it looked like an outfit she would wear. Okay. And I don't know, something about her expression. I was like, that is Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh my god. Well, uh hopefully they give her some credit. And the green one looks like Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the other one looks like Jack Black. Really? I don't know. Maybe you were on acid when you were playing this game. Where the fuck are you getting these references? I just have visions, you know. (laughs) Okay, Raven. I see how it is. You know? I just have visions about crazy people in video games. Well, uh, should we should we do our favorite things? I mean, yeah, let's do our favorite things. These are a few of our favorite things. So is Mario Galaxy your favorite thing? I could come up with another. I mean, uh, you can do whatever you want. I'll pull another out of my ass. Oh, you know what really isn't my favorite thing this week? We haven't done one of these in a long time. Like, what? Okay, sure. What's our least favorite thing this week? It's the new Twice um, song. Uh, uh-oh. Oh, why? Did you like it? <laughs> I was it? just about to say that as my favorite thing. Oh, no. I did not like it. I don't know what it is about it. I mean, like... <laughs> I don't like, I mean, I only like probably. Ba, 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 me likey, yeah. me likey, likey, likey. Like, I understand, no? like, it's cute or whatever, but may, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like. Well. Maybe I'm just, I, I, I'm finally like over that like twice phase. Where, I mean, I like Signal, which no one likes. And I, <laughs> and I like TT, which is the one that people actually do like. TT is my favorite Halloween movie. Yes. Uh, I mean, the the music video for TT, the Korean music video for TT is really fucking good. Um, yeah. But I think I'm like, I think I'm slowly like, I'm finally like, okay, let me get out of this twice phase, this cloud that I'm in. Because I didn't really well, like the their newest song. I think what you have to expect from Twice is they are, they're big because they do generic ass bubbly pop music. Yeah, they're supposed to be like the... Blackpink is... Punk pop, mm-hmm. uh, Red Velvet is like super experimental pop. Oh, and then Red Velvet's Twice, so good. Twice is like you have to have your expectations set at like shit pop. Mm-hmm. Korean of. robot just like, top forty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's made for everybody. It's mm-hmm. made for like five year olds, and it's made for like sixty five year olds. Mm-hmm. Like it's just easy garbage listening. Yeah. And the conspiracy here is oh, no. so the likey the likey symbol that they do, which is the L's mm-hmm. beside their eyes, it's just the TT symbol turned upside down. <gasps> oh my god, Vigilant Citizen's gonna be on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lord have I, mercy. I have to say, I'm not a fan of the verses. They just sound, of course, boring. Um, but the chorus is catchy AF. It is catchy. I'm just like, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I, I, yeah, it's me twice likey, is one of those. You don't likey. I don't really listen to them on repeat like I do Red Velvet and Blackpink. Mm-hmm, yeah. But but they're there mm-hmm. whenever I need a good pop. Twice pop. is like the your least favorite child who you're just happy got through school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you don't I'm have like any expectations. They're just like I'm glad you graduated, you know, because that that was that was enough for me. There's some members I won't even I'm not going to go into them, but who just like rub me the wrong way and I don't know why. Maybe you're discriminatory against Twice members. Well, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's exactly what I just described. That's yes. exactly. It's well, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like with Girls Generation, mm-hmm. like you, they're all promoted so much as individuals, and so you find out their individual quirks, and then you're and like their blood well, types. Yeah, and you're like, well, I don't wish I didn't know who you were as an individual. Mm-hmm. It makes me hate you. Yikes! But. No, they're they're great. They're I mean, their fucking music video hit like nine million in like in an like the hour first yeah, or something. in first like the twenty yeah. minutes or whatever. They Crazy. are breaking every fucking K pop record in history. So I mean work fun. twice. Work work bitch. Get that money, honey, before dancing in your heels makes your knees buckle and blow out. So <laughs> 
too real. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Meanwhile, that money. Meanwhile, in, wheelchair. Fucking, in fucking J-pop world, Perfume, who I haven't talked about in a long time, because I'm not really listening to them anymore. They don't have much stuff out. Um, They'd released a 360 degree advertisement for a washing machine. So that's where what we that are. Mean? Um, it's like, you know, in YouTube, you can have those 360 degree VR oh. videos. They did one where they're like dancing to an old song and then they turn into a washing machine at the end and it's an advertisement. It's like, okay. Same. Okay, okay J-pop, work, whatever. You know, that sounds like something y'all would do. I relate to it, mm-hmm. you know. Relatable. Throw me in a washing machine, I'm ready to go. What song is it? Is it one of theirs? Or yeah, just I old? think it's Every Day, which was like a, a B-side of a single they released recently or something. Garbage. Garbage. Anyways, so <laughs> so is twice your favorite thing. Yeah, I'll throw him a bone. We could say arms even if you want to. You let's know, not. arms and twice and Mario Odyssey. Like Trinity. Let's just not let's not talk about arms ever <laughs> um, again. Oh, Ribbon anymore. Girl is just the best, you know. Oh Lord. You gotta be Ribbon Girl. Uh I mean if I were to play arms, which I won't, um, I would play Ribbon Girl. Oh, that means the world to me, Sue. Is Ribbon Girl your main? I main ribbon girl, yes, and I typically use the cooler ring on the left arm, and I use the cracker on the right arm. Uh, 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 that sounds problematic. That sounds racist, <laughs> honey. It's 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 suitable for me. Yikes. Okay. Well, good. Well, cracker in the cooler ring. If I get arms, I'll make sure not to tell you because then you'll just tell me how good you are at arms and how sad you are for me. Oh please, <laughs> I have low self esteem. <laughs> Well, good favorite things. Um, My favorite thing this week is I chose this because I knew we were going to talk about Mario Odyssey. Obviously, like Mario Odyssey is one of my favorite things the past couple weeks. But this specifically also is one of my favorite things. But it's not anything crazy. It's kind of my backup. Um, Last year, I talked about a series that was on TNT called Good Behavior. It's a television drama. Uh, It's based off of a book and it's about a con artist who becomes uh, becomes involved with a hitman um, and they get intertwined in love or whatever. And um, the the main actress is Michelle Dockery, who played Lady Mary in um, Downton Abbey, if you watched that. Well, the second season um, has been premiering on TNT. It's been going on for the past couple of weeks, and I really, really enjoy it. So I just wanted to say that is my favorite thing this week. It's super, super good. I love um, hot Spanish men who kill people and um, hot British women who speak in a good American accent that um, wear wigs and steal things from uh from clothing stores. That's essentially what she does. And apparently this Those week... Those are very specific likes. Right, very specific. Um, mm-hmm. And then this week, apparently, she is, like, dressing up as a drag queen or something, and there's some cameos from Ginger Minge, the drag queen, <gasps> and no way. Sharon Needles from season four. I haven't watched the episode yet. I think this premiered last week. I just haven't had a chance to catch it yet. I think it, it premiered this this past Sunday or something. I just haven't watched it. But apparently, they're in this episode, so I'm kind of excited that she's, like, dressing up as a drag queen or something, and they have, like, a behind-the-scenes with the queens or something. So, yeah, good behavior. If you guys are into um, dramas and thrillers, um, I know it's on TNT. I'd rec- recommend it. I mean, the whole first season is out. Um, it came out uh, or started airing in December of 2015. So if you want to binge watch it and see if you like it, I feel like it's a good opportunity to because season two is currently airing. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Good behavior. Season two. Super, super enjoying it. I love me some dramas. I love me some Michelle Dockery. I love me some some hot Spanish men with an accent. Super into it. So How long are the seasons? Um, I think they're 10 episodes long. So for season one oh, is, that's is nice. 10 episodes. It's nothing crazy, like 30 goddamn episodes or whatever. It's not like an anime where, or something crazy. And where did you say to watch it at? I think it's on TNT. You might be able to catch it on Hulu or something. It's the internet, y'all. I'm not going to tell you where to find it. I'm just going to tell you to fucking Google it. It's easy. Um, but it's good. Well, we have... It. We have... I don't know what we have, but you talk to the remote Uh-oh. and it does think. I know. That's it's sounds... like it's, it's possessed. Uh, maybe the remote has like a microphone on you it. You threw Cappy you at your remote and that's <laughs> and it's it's alive. It's sentient. Let me tell you, it has been a trip living here with yes. all the technology around me. It's There's like gonna you're be living Google... in twenty seventeen. There's about to be a Google Home Mini on my desk, so oh, I'll I'll be able to talk I to it. Want... It's going to be the new co-host. <sighs> Finally, honestly, I've been <laughs> waiting three years. I kind of want a Google Home Mini for my kitchen, so I can just scream at the wall and tell it to set a timer, honestly. Well, 
so so the fella already has a Google Home, like mm-hmm. the regular size one, and so it controls the lights and the TV and the air conditioner, your and blood just pressure, everything, your blood everything sugar in level. the apartment, exactly. Mm-hmm. But he just ordered uh, the Pixel Two. Oh, and it comes with a free uh, Google Home Mini, right? Yes. Yes, so his Pixel 2 will be here Thursday. Ooh. And then uh, I think after that we can redeem the Google Home Mini. So we're going to put the mini one in the bedroom. Mm. And so it'll be my little sidekick, you know. Oh, are you going to name it? Oh, I might. Well, if you hate it, feel free to send that hockey puck of a Google device in the mail to me. <laughs> oh, sure. Sure. I'd love to have it. Well, like, they aren't that expensive I'll either. I think they're like 30 it. or 40 bucks or something. What are? The Google, the little Google Home Minis. Thirty-four. I, I don't. Th- it's that cheap. Uh, let me check. I might be wrong. Oh, honey. Ah, uh, yeah. We need to check on that because I'm gonna get like a whole room of them. If, uh, okay. It's fifty. Just... Forty-nine dollars. Oh, that's not bad at all no. for like something you could potentially connect to everything. And yeah, exactly. Something I can have it right your life. Sure. I'm into it. I'm into it too. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Forty-nine bucks. There you go. I'll rewire ours to like mess with you or right. like be demonic and then I'll send it to you. You'll just you'll leave it in a room with Brenty and she'll do something crazy to it and then it'll you'll send it to me and it'll actually be like a bomb. Oh Brenty. Oh we're baby that reminds me we're babysitting this weekend so maybe I'll take Brenty with me. Why would you put Brenty and a child in the same room together? <laughs> Honey. I think that's domestic the- abuse. Do it for the van, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. Is that what the kids say Talk these about days? a 2015 phrase. Do it for <laughs> the van. Am I behind? Did I miss something? I'm, 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 my Uh-oh. favorite thing this week is van. <laughs> oh, I just found van, and <laughs> I love watching them. They're I so found this thing called Friendster the other day. Oh, good old Friendster. Good old uh, findyourclassmates.com. Oh, that's a good one. You know? E-Harmony. Is that a thing still? Probably. Oh, Ugh. the internet's weird. Anyways, the the other thing that I had on this before we get into our question this week sure. was I want to address Wendy Williams mm. fainting live on TV. Mm. Um, I meant to ask you, well, what's your take? Okay, so what people don't know is like I had a Wendy Williams phase, which I talked about all the time in the podcast like a year ago. A phase. I mean, I haven't. That's the thing is, I haven't really. I haven't like. I I, I unsubscribe from Wendy's channel. I find I just find her annoying what? now. I don't really like listen to her. I don't know. It was a phase. It was like your yogurt phase. It's like I just don't get my news oh, from her no. anymore. Okay, that's um, understandable. Mm-hmm. And so, but as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh my god, I have to see this because I've seen many a Wendy Williams show episode. Um, just not recently. And girl, it was pretty fucking frightening. Like, I mean, she, a, she was she was dressed as the Statue of Liberty and then she fainted. So a lot of people were like, oh, like, finally, the Statue of Liberty is realizing that, you know, the Trump presidency, blah, blah, blah. So it was like, ha ha. It's a metaphor. Yeah, it's a metaphor for America. It's like it's toppling all over us live on television. And everyone's watching. Regardless, um, it was I don't know. It's like half of me is like it's funny because she's like kind of problematic and she she fell in a very dramatic way and she's not injured or anything she people thought she had a stroke she didn't have a stroke she put out a statement she was low on electrolytes she well, she a, was back after the commercial yeah, break. Yeah, she was back after she? the commercial she, break. She sprung back. But she has like a weird diet too. So maybe she just wasn't getting enough nutrients or some crazy shit. But no, she didn't have a stroke. I know it's not funny to laugh at, but we're all over it. I'm glad that she's alive. But she was very dramatic when she passed out. Oh, she looked like she saw the devil himself. Yeah, she her she eyes like wide, she were wide open something. and she touched her wig and then she just fell flat on her ass. It was scary. And then it went it straight was... to commercial break. It was crazy. I wouldn't expect anything less, though. Honestly, yeah. If if Wendy Williams were to pass out live on air, that's how I wanted to go. Super dramatic. The paparazzi followed her on the way home. She was treading on Twitter. You know, it was super dramatic. Just like Wendy Williams would want. So, but she's fine. But I don't watch Wendy Williams really anymore. So it's like, eh, whatever. I'm glad she's okay. That makes me upset that you don't watch her anymore. I mean, you and her are two of a kind. I mean, both problematic in horrible, horrible kind. ways. Yes, yeah, I will. N- exactly. I will confirm that. Yes. Um, Get a windy. But yeah, no, I just thought I'd mention that before we move on. But what, what do we have? Do I have a question this week? What are we doing? We do. We've got one. It's kind of a double whammy all in one. A double uh, fist from is- arms, you could say. It's a double fisty from arms mm-hmm. flying at you here. Yeah. Uh, we, it's three weeks old, but uh, like I said before, we do hoard these questions. We dig them out. We dig out uh, some good ones. And we're running out, you guys. Please, God, Real please are. help us. Please. Feel free to text or email or call. There's information later. Mm-hmm. But 
This is a text. It says, hi, Joe. Hi, Sam. It's Julian S. from North Carolina. So I'm a PhD student and I will probably end up teaching college level math in the future. Everyone's favorite subject. So I was wondering if you could tell us about your favorite teacher of all time and why they're your favorite or your least favorite teacher and why you dislike them. Thank you for being such fantastic homosexual content creators. Oh, my God. Well, first, I have to point out, why is someone of an intelligence level as high as you listening to two people like us? I don't understand Uh-oh. that. Uh, I think this is a pretty high level of intelligence podcast. Well, let me get my ABC board out so I can spell this out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We talk about some pretty, well, you know, we read headlines. We sometimes. do. I know how to read a headline, but that's about as I don't far think as I'm going to do it. We didn't have a single article this week. That's no. just the nature of it sometimes. You it's know, sometimes just, you know what? It is what us. it is. Who cares? It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, stop complaining. Yeah, Jesus Just Christ. Kidding. Stop yelling at us. I can hear you Get from off here. My back. Jesus okay. Christ. Uh, the question. Uh, first of all, thank you, Julian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recognize you from Twitter, I believe. Um, so, favorite and least favorite teacher. Do you have anyone in mind, Sam? So, are we calling these teachers out by name? Like, what are we doing? I am probably not going to with mine now. Okay. I, I, I'll, I I'll know. talk about Jeez. my favorite teacher by name, but I'm not going to talk about my least favorite teacher by name. Okay. Um, but first question for you, did you ever have, so when I was growing up, like, let's see, kindergarten through fifth grade, like before middle school, where I, where, where we started like switching, like going to different rooms, oop, I bumped my mic, going to different rooms for classes. We started doing that in middle school, kindergarten through fifth grade. We were in the same room and it was the same teacher teaching us all our subjects or whatever. I never had a teacher that wasn't a, a female. I had girl teachers kindergarten through fifth grade. And I don't know if that's typical or not, but I'm curious, do you like what was your experience with gender with your teachers when you were growing up? Uh, My fourth grade teacher was a male. Okay. He later quit teaching and became a fireman. I think I've mentioned before. Oh, yeah. The hot fireman teacher. uh uh Uh-huh. Good. Fourth grade was a good year. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of, you know, discovering things. A lot of discoveries. Mm A lot of discovery. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's my experience. And then I, then it was pretty mixed. Okay. Well, there were probably more female teachers than male teachers still, but there were some male teachers. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, why do you ask? Oh, I'm, I was just curious because I feel like I feel like that my situation is kind of odd that I never had a male teacher growing up. I don't think so. Like, think, wh- but well, but when I switched to middle school and high school, when I had when we had teachers that taught specific subjects, then I started having male teachers. But as like a as mm-hmm. a teacher that taught me singularly throughout the entire year, kindergarten through fifth grade, I never they were all women for me. I think it's because like society has told, which is probably is changing now because I actually I know someone who I know a guy who is like an elementary school teacher. I think that's so cool. It's cute. It's really cute. Mm -hmm. And um, but I think that we're just grown up like we're raised believing that women are the ones who are supposed to take care of the young children. Uh, Oh, okay. that's why. I don't know. I don't know what the, like the society's making it that way, but I think it's changing mm-hmm. now. But yeah. anyway, continue. So, okay. So I'm assuming that this, this question doesn't, it doesn't, we aren't talking about just like kindergarten through fifth grade. We're talking about like any teacher we've ever had, right? Yeah. I'm doing, I'm probably going to do like college. Okay. Professors. Well, go for it. I'm ready to hear what you have. Oh, okay. So my two favorite teachers were, um, uh, Dr. Balter and Dr. Wallace, they were both mm. at, one of them was my honors college teacher, Dr. Wallace. She, I took organic gardening with her. Oh, your organic gardening class. My you always talk about that. organic gardening class. I loved it so much, uh, despite my like lack of green thumb, of course. But it wasn't <laughs> just gardening. It was, we were out in the garden one day a week, and then the rest of the week we were reading like books. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a, a literature class kind of. And I think I ended up taking like three or four of her classes because I liked her so much. Oh. Um, she was just like... I think it it was similar with Dr. Belter. I took like four or five of her classes. She was in the creative writing department. And so uh, she did creative nonfiction mostly, which is what I was interested in. Mm -hmm. And I think a similarity between both of them is like they got to know me, but they like stayed. I don't know. I always they I don't necessarily like it when a teacher becomes a friend. Yeah, it can can kind of blur the lines in a way that's just uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. And so it was always like a, I developed really good like mentor student relationships with both of them, mm-hmm. 
where like, you know, I could go to their office or whatever, whenever I wanted to. And then like, after I graduated, I added them on Facebook, you know, nice. like we didn't. I, and I know that in, in a lot of PhD and like master's programs, people go out to the bars with their professors and stuff. That's I feel like that's a totally like post-grad is a totally different relationship. Yeah, with it's your professors. totally different. But um, I don't know. I really respected them. They worked hard and they expected a lot from me. And I think that's why they pushed me a lot. Oh, and that's, I think that's good. Why I liked yeah. Uh, What about you? What's your favorite? So my favorite teacher, I have two. One when I was older, one when I was younger. My favorite teacher when I was younger was my fifth grade teacher. Her name was Miss Townsend. And, um, oh my god, that was my kindergarten teacher's name. Oh my god, uh, weird. Um, but yeah, no, she she actually she went to college with my aunt. Like they weren't friends, but they knew each other back in college because mm. my aunt um had been studying. Oh, I think it was like early childhood development or something. Like she was gearing up to become a teacher, and then she switched paths. And so I think her and my fifth grade teacher were in classes together or something, and they were both like mm-hmm. from the same area, so there was some familiarity there. Um, <clears throat> but she was like she was this bigger woman with like a really like loud personality but was like really gentle also she was just like she was very rambunctious in a way and she had um some really fun units that we did we had this whole unit where we learned about chocolate and like where chocolate was from and how it was made and where it comes from and the history of it and we had like she had all these like props from like the old Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory thing and like we watched the movie and we made chocolate like it was like when she had a unit with something she had us dive way deep into it um which was super fun we had this unit of like murder mystery things that we did that were like appropriate for fifth graders but we like dove deep into that she was just she was very detail oriented which was super fun um and she was she was very she was very gentle and understanding with everyone um which i really really appreciated because fifth grade is a very i mean it's like right before middle school right before people like kids turn into assholes because everyone's an asshole in middle school so kids are starting to kind of you know turn at that age into the you know a goddamn werewolf or whatever and she was like really patient and understanding but she like would put the band hammer down when it was needed on those troublemakers um and i really really respected that she just had this personality that i've never really found in anyone else that she just had this like really big laugh and and but she was just I don't know. Loud but soft is kind of how I describe her. Um, And she had this, she had like another thing where we made, we had like to do like a fake weather channel or something when we were learning about like all the different types of clouds and shit. Um, And we like did a fake news broadcast or something. She was just very... Um, very out there and very super fun. And I, I learned a lot from her in fifth grade. And then I became pretty good friends with her in high school um, because like all everyone that was in her class, like loved her. So everyone kept in contact with her when we got older, which was super fun. Um, and then in high school, I had a um, I think it was my sophomore year of high school. My sophomore English teacher was new. It was her first year teaching and she was younger. I think she was like right out of college um, and she was teaching us. English in sophomore year and people were really hard on her in my class. She wasn't the prettiest person in the world. I mean, people really gave her shit for it and it was like really annoying, but um, she turned out to be a really, really like thoughtful and really intelligent teacher. And so people kind of like started to back off once they figured out that like, oh, she's not fucking around. Like she's like really good at this, you know, Um, which is kind of hard to do as like a, you know, fresh teacher. But it's like super difficult because you're teaching high school kids. Um, And yeah, so she was super, super nice. And she taught me a lot about writing and creative writing specifically and kind of like expanding that horizon. Um, We did like a poetry unit where we all like wrote a bunch of poems. um, And I discovered that I was like pretty decent at writing poems at that age, which was weird for me. Um, And a lot of other people kind of, because I don't, I don't think we had a really good poetry unit when we were growing up in like freshman and in high school. So we kind of, it was nice having that when she was there, she was really good at kind of instilling um, good poetry and good poetry habits and stuff like that. Um, And then she ended up not teaching anymore after a couple of years and became like a librarian or something. So she's like not even around anymore. She like moved down south or something. But for the couple of years that she was teaching, like everyone that had her 
was like, oh, like who was this? And then they, after the year, they were like, oh wow, like that was such a really good experience. I really loved like learning from her, which is really an, always a nice 180 to hear from people who are expecting to have a shit time. And then they f- figure out that it's like, oh, this teacher's really, really cool. So yeah, not, not very so basically, specific all I heard was the first teacher gave you chocolate. Yes. That's pretty much it yep. for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's your criteria. Any any teacher that gives me food wins. That's it. Sure. That's that's it. That's the one. That's how it works. It's we had an interesting mix there of like uh, grade school and like college. Now we won't name these teachers by name, but you have a teacher that you remember that you loathed. So I can't really remember a teacher that I just legit hated. And I think that's partially because I was a straight A student and I was like teacher's pet. And oh, like, look at her. I know. But there was a, I can think of substitute teachers. And Ooh, I think yeah. I, I kind of get the impression that Julian is asking for like advice on like what makes a teacher good and, or bad, mm-hmm. sort of. So I think I can I can explain that qual- quality in the sub. Mm hmm. So she was the mother of the my bully oh, in school. What? Yeah, she was the mother of my this kid who bullied me all the time. And um, she was. I remember she was subbing for my math class once, and it was of course like an AP math class. Her son had no business being in there. He was stupid. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> uh, he he waltzed in, of course, and just like hung around the class the whole time. And he like sat by me and I was near her desk and he just like harassed me the whole entire period. What? And grade she age did is nothing. This? this was high school. This was wow. probably 11th grade or 12th grade. And she did nothing. And if anything, she just like laughed at it. Like you're laughing at your son bullying another kid. Like you're just and you're allowing it to happen. She, what the and, fuck? and then I was like, I understand why your kid is so fucked up. And so I don't know. I think my my advice is like, don't don't be I don't a dick. Know. Well, if you're a teacher, I feel like you should stick up for your students. Yeah. And like if you see something happening to them, like deal with it, like call out the kid or send him to the office or do something. Yeah, don't it's ignore like, it destroying the fucking kid mm-hmm. i like i remember this you know like 10 from 10 years ago obviously it affects students when this happens yeah like i remember this ex- exact hour like it's crazy how much this one 55 minute period of class like i still remember it so vividly like 10 or 11 years later yeah like it's like it was that shitty mm-hmm. and i don't know i'm just like just fucking say something like handle your kids right you know so i don't know that's I guess that's my shitty teacher experience. I don't know. Yeah. I mean. What about you? Well, I don't really, I don't remember very many substitute teachers, but there was a, there was a teacher um, in my middle school who taught science and he was the type of person that like he would send kids to the office depending on his mood. Like Mm. he was the type of person where like, you could either be really funny with him one day, but like you couldn't you couldn't gauge the situation like his his mood was all over the place. So like one day he could be super nice and the next day he could like give people detention. It was like and it, it like it, the kids had nothing to do with this. He was like bringing baggage from home to class and it was like really off putting to the kids because we were like it's like we were walking in a goddamn minefield every day, you know. Um, that sucks. It's like it's and like I don't really know how to how to like give advice to prevent that. But like I don't know, separate your work life from your personal life and don't take it out on your students when they don't do like when they are like doing anything wrong. Essentially, it seems like a very like obvious piece of advice i guess but like that's a good advice for like any job though you know it's like you you really have to learn to separate like work from personal life yeah like like here even sometimes we're not in a good mood right exactly i'm never on that mic i'm never in a good mood when i'm talking to joseph (laughs) it's that mic comes on and honey honey i get fussy you have candy up your ass okay oh god i have so much candy I have so much candy oh in front of God. me right now. I'm gonna Did you eat it all? Oh no, eat I, it all. Honey. I oh, what? I have like we have unopened bags of candy still. Oh, I gotta go get it on discount now. Oh, that's the best. See, we would yeah. if we didn't have all the shit we got on Halloween. Ugh. Anyways, good question. Uh, good question. Good question. Thank you so much, Julian. We're only um, doing one question today because we're already over schedule. 
Well, and that was like a two-parter. Yeah, I guess so. Mm -hmm. So uh, thank you very much, Julian. And uh, like we said, we still need more questions. So at the end of the podcast, we tell you how to send them in. Uh, Give us anything. Shoot us an email, phone call, text message. I'm into it. Anything. Oh, my God. Hate mail. Love it. Love love it. it. Love it. Um, But yeah, uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode as usual. And then uh, also next weekend, we will have a bonus episode for all of the patrons. Well, good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Yep. Sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt and more, visit our Spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander B. Allison B. Austin B. Ben B. David M. Devin D. Dylan M. Eric H. Feliciano D. Henrich B. Jack C. Jazza. Jonathan S. Joshua L. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Martin M. Nick I. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Zachary H. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on... The The Show. Show!